Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. We're back in business. If you guys weren't following the drama, yesterday I was doing a live stream just like this. And the topic was a company that sells medicine. (laughs) And uh, they just had an undercover video done on one of their executives or employees, we'll call it that. And uh, this guy admitted to a lot of things. And now this uh, individual is saying that he was lying to impress people, which is no sense to me. But the bottom line is we were about four minutes into a video covering this topic and the video just was gone. Well, the video was there, but they cut my feed. And um, I, I knew as soon as I figured out that, you know, I wasn't a part of that video. And then Josh came back on and said, you know, something is happening. George can't get back on or they cut his feed and uh, something weird is going on. I don't know exactly what he said, but something to that effect. Um, They also cut my feed. Like we, we both got cut out, but then I got back in. Okay. So they cut both our feeds. And um, I said in the the comments that it wasn't a malfunction on our end. That that was not my computer. That was not my Wi-Fi. I knew that right away. And so I actually got an email from StreamYard today. I'll go over that email right now. So let's shoot over to my uh, Twitter feed. And uh, if you guys didn't watch the video yesterday, which is still up. uh, So I don't think this was something on on YouTube's end. Uh, I think it was... Now, was it Big Brother? Was this intentional? Was it accidental? I'll let you be the judge, but boy, oh boy, it seems suspicious. And I think it's extremely coincidental that they just happened to have an interruption to their service that affected me. I can't find anyone else (laughs) who it affected right at the time when I was discussing this, let's say, controversial topic. Let's get over to my Twitter feed. And so right after we got done with the video yesterday, I tweeted this out. I said, just did a live stream video on this story. And about four minutes into the stream, either YouTube or StreamYard ended my feed. And as we, as I know now, as you know now, uh, that was actually StreamYard that did that. It was not YouTube. I kept talking and didn't realize what had happened until Josh texted me on my phone. Uh, It was not a malfunction on our end. I knew that right away. And it's never happened before. Hey, guys that are maybe new to the channel, you have to realize that on this channel alone, we have done well over a 1,000 live streams. I don't know exactly how many we've done, but you figure we've been working on this channel for about a year and a half, and we do, on average let's say three videos a day. So uh, my math isn't very good, but I bet that's over on YouTube right here. There's 2,096 on this channel. Yeah. Okay. So we've done over 2000 videos on this channel and this has never happened. (laughs) Okay. So I think that adds to maybe the level of suspicion here. And like I said, I left the video up on the Rebel Capitals channel. But this is the video that I'm sure you guys have probably seen by now. Pretty much everybody's talking about it. Uh, This is the video and the topic we were discussing. And again, I'm going to try to be careful about my words here for obvious reasons based on what happened yesterday. 
So then this morning, I got an email from StreamYard and I'll read the email to you. Hello, for a few minutes at 9.52 a.m. Pacific time on Thursday, January 26th, StreamYard experienced a brief networking issue that caused some users to have to rejoin their broadcasts. Based on our logs, it looks like you have you may have been affected. Our team has implemented a change that should stop this from happening in the future. We're very sorry for any trouble that this caused you. If you have any questions, feel free to reply to this email. Now, I've not replied to this email, to be clear. I don't really see the point. Um, maybe you guys can give me a different opinion in the chat or maybe in the comments of these of this video as to a good reason why I should come uh, why I should respond to this email but okay so their side of the story is they experienced a brief networking issue that just happened to occur right at the moment or within 3 or 4 minutes of the moment that I happened to be talking about a subject that is extremely controversial and something that you would expect Big Brother, the central planners, the authoritarians, not to have people talk about. Or it's something they wouldn't want people to talk about. And so what I did is I went on to Twitter and I pulled up StreamYard's Twitter account and I saw nothing on their Twitter feed yesterday or within the last few days of them saying they had some sort of networking issue. I Googled it. Now, I'm not the best at this. Josh is probably better. But I didn't see anything on Google that would lead me to believe that there were a, a group of StreamYard users that were inquiring yesterday, trying to figure out why StreamYard cut them off midstream or had these, quote-unquote, networking issues. So do I know exactly what happened? No, no. Is it incredibly suspicious? And then I would go a step further and say, what are the probabilities? What are the odds that something like this happens? And it is accidental during a time when I'm talking about something that the powers that be or the uh, authoritarians, the central planners, would, wouldn't want me talking about. Now, let's go ahead. But that said, this, it could be completely coincidence. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to look at it from a standpoint of, of probabilities based on the evidence we have at our disposal. Also, looking at it through the lens of everything that we have experienced since 2020. And you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. The misinformation, the disinformation, basically the censorship. Especially now that we're seeing with Elon Musk owning Twitter and kind of opening up the kimono. Another thing that I thought was interesting and I didn't verify this myself, but I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that when this video came out, they tried to Google it and it was ungoogleable. So that would lead you to believe that Google was suppressing this. And if Google was suppressing this, is it such a stretch to think that StreamYard was? And then let's just assume for a moment that StreamYard, uh, this was intentional. Then who's pulling the strings I think we know why, that's obvious, but who is pulling these strings and is this something that's embedded in the algorithm, if you will, for lack of a better word, with the all of these tech companies?
Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So now let's dive down that rabbit hole for a moment here to try to connect some dots. I saw Dave Rubin, and I'm going to go to his uh, Twitter here because I, I saw him talking about this. He actually went to uh, Twitter HQ and was uh, and, and met with Elon Musk himself and a lot of the uh, engineers at Twitter. And I think this could shed some light on potentially what happened to me yesterday uh, and, and kind of what StreamYard is doing here. So he says that he spent two days at Twitter in San Francisco talking to engineers, product managers, and Elon Musk. He said he learned a lot about what's going on. Before I share, I want to note that after a couple hour meeting, I asked Elon what I could share, and he said anything that's true. Good answer, Elon. <laughs> Good answer. I mean, I've been very critical of Elon Musk, and I've, I've tried to be kind of look at things as objectively as I could, um, but but so far, you know, the things he's doing with Twitter, although they might go bust as a result, um, from a standpoint of principle, I think that uh, he deserves a round of applause. So the quote is a fractal Rube Goldberg machine, which I, I don't, I've heard of this, but I don't really know what it is. I guess this is a, some sort of picture of it. Uh, that's what Elon Musk called Twitter. As they fix code, more problems arrive. Del delicate balance he likened to a Jenga tower. One wrong move, the whole thing collapses. They're working nonstop, on, and both times I met him were after midnight. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, that's one thing you can knock Elon Musk or Twitter or his ta or um, Tesla or his tactics around how he promotes or what I would say outright lies about things, um, but. He is notorious for being an extremely hard worker. There's no way you could achieve what he's achieved uh, by being lazy, that's for sure. So he goes on, Dave goes on to say, I met with several engineers who were doing a deep dive on why my account and so many others seems to be absolutely crushed after that two or three week return to normal uh, normalcy when Elon first took over. They still have more questions and answers they did learn a bunch of stuff. Accounts aren't just hit with, okay, so here's where it gets into something that might be applicable to me and StreamYard and what may have led to what we saw yesterday. Again, assuming that was intentional and we have to allow for the fact that it, it, it may have been accidental. It's just, you know, what are the probabilities there? I think that's up to uh, you to decide. So Dave says that his, uh, they now found more secret. Okay, so the, the current Twitter engineers 
as they dive deeper and deeper into the code, and I'm by no means a tech guy, <laughs> but I think this is what happens, as they go further and further into the code trying to improve it, they're finding more of these uh, kind of secret labels, which Dave says are causing shadow bans. So they, they ha- they, they're just scratching the surface here. And as they dig deeper, they're seeing more and more and more code that was um, created in an effort to shadow ban certain accounts or certain topics of discussion, such as what I was talking about yesterday when I was kicked off the feed. So Dave says his account was hit with all three of these of these secret labels. Uh, one was recent abuse strike, recent misinformation strike, recent suspension strike. So, I mean, would it be completely outrageous to think that Google or StreamYard or Facebook, uh, these tech companies, just name your favorite, uh, would have something similar to what we now know Twitter had and to a certain degree still has. It's unclear so far what these strikes actually do, but for sure they suppress views and recommendations. They're trying to figure out to what extent. It says also there's an entire keyword database. This may be what I triggered yesterday. He says there is an entire keyword database so that machine learning makes sure not to promote violence, porn, etc. But it's a mess of overreaching words. So Dave, who's a, a, a gay dude, um, he says literally the word gay has on the keyword list, which would make you not friendly to an advertiser. So if he talks about, you know, his personal life, maybe that in and of itself, uh, and that would apply to people on the left, right, and middle, you know, that doesn't even matter. But I think what's more important about this insight is there's, although there is likely something that is set up like this, these special keywords that would block things uh, that are that are truly reprehensible, like a child pornography or something like that. I think, you know, these same keyword databases could be set up to block words such as the name of the company that makes the medicines that we were talking about yesterday. So that's what I wanted to get over. I wanted to share the story with you guys and give you the update and uh, let you read the email we got from StreamYard telling their side of the story. And uh, my takeaway, for what it's worth, my opinion, is that um, I think the probability is very low that this was accidental due to the evidence, due to the timing that this happened, and due to the fact that, uh, you know, I can't find anyone else that this happened to. And uh, also looking at it through the lens of what we have seen since 2020 and this push towards censorship from the big tech authoritarians and the central planners. So to me, this would make a lot of sense that it was intentional, but I I don't want to say definitively that it was because I have no proof. All I have is just this anecdotal evidence and uh, what I think is is common sense. But uh, I think to be fair, we have to leave room for uh, the the chance that uh, this was just the craziest accident 
with the most amazing timing uh, I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> so there you go. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.